This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I tell him a couple things. One, don't ever cross Nick. <laughs> okay, two, I mean, don't you ever talk negatively about his family. And three, if you're going to go, be prepared to go all the way. For anybody that wants to be a fan of Nick's or like a super fan, some people get three strikes, you get one strike <laughs> with Nick. It is a one strike deal. Yeah. You cross him. Dumb. You immediately have my respect until you do not have it anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's take a breath. <sighs> Hi, guys. I'm Sydney Lodwaco, and welcome to Something to Share. Every Wednesday, I share the mic with people you may recognize, experts in their fields, people I find inspirational, or people who make me laugh, like my fiance, Nick, giving them a platform to dive into the things that they really want to talk about. We all have something to share, something that we're going through, and something that we need to hear. So let's get started. Welcome to the podcast, Mike, officially. Nick, welcome back. Appreciate it. It's my house. Mike, welcome back to your house. You still here. I've been here a few nights. Yeah. How many years place. did you live in this house? On the record or off the record? <laughs> I'm going to go off the record. We're I think doing it was a podcast. close to three and a half. Yeah, it was about three and that, a half. So we're about the same amount of time. I mean, I kept my key. Oh, which I changed the locks. He has the same <laughs> amount of right to be in this house still yeah. as you do. Yeah. Every bit of a right, I guess. I could get kicked out after tonight. Your we'll room see is, how this goes. Your room is still available, but it is quite packed with things at the moment. I heard about that. It's uninhabitable. You right didn't now. let me in when I was with no, it's all the redecoration. Really bad. <laughs> Clearly, let's let's get this out. <laughs> yeah, let's start from the beginning. <laughs> this place doesn't look anything like it did when you and I were living here. If we're if we're being real. She has completely revamped every square inch of this palace. It was built for function. We had just as much as we needed to get by. He had a lot of movie posters, though. I don't Those know. Those are all his. <laughs> that was a theater thing, okay? Like, and yeah, it looks sweet. It's a theme. When it was all I like, like it. I don't think people understood coming off the road. We were jet setting. Yeah. yeah. You wanted to come to your theater. We went to Watson's, got the best recliner that money could buy. <laughs> had a little button on it. I forgot about it. Yeah. Feet went up. Is it true that you guys got most of your furniture from Radio Shack? <laughs> well yeah we did i don't think it was radio shack what was the other one that kind of went out of business? circuit city circuit city (laughs) no it was a a, it was a electronics store it was was radio a place that you should never buy furniture at essentially well so we got a kitchen table and chairs we got our tvs we got a sound bar but then we also got our washer and dryer there originally. Fun part about that, Sid, which you would appreciate mm-hmm. is we're sales guys. We <laughs> yeah. said, where's the manager? And, How you doing? I'm Kevin. Hey, Kev, who's the worst salesman in here? <laughs> who's having the worst month? And he goes, mm, that's a tough one. Things have been a little slow around here. We're like, yeah, we, it's Radio Shack. the guy that's on the bottom of the list. Since the 90s, really. We're going to change his life. And he, he goes, what do you mean? So, we're going to buy everything we need to furnish our new house <laughs> today. And that was fun. We were just in our element there. We brought the guy along. We said, look, don't say anything. We will make the decisions. You write it up. And that guy went to the top of the leaderboard that day. He probably stayed there all month. Probably until they closed the doors, which was, I would say. Not that far 
after that. Within the week. Yeah. For the people that don't know you, Mike, can you give us a little breakdown of how we are all here, how you guys know each other, how you met? <laughs> Who are you? It started many years ago. My introduction to Nick was through his father. Okay. And uh, we were working together on a project. And for anyone that knows Fred, he loves his kids. Mm-hmm. And so I was invited to watch Nick play football. He was a star. It's kind of a big deal in Mason football. Not going to dispute that. He says that to me all the time. I th- he was a big deal. People need to know. He says, ask around. No, ask, ask around. around. <laughs> it's ask around and find out. And uh, we did that night. I think he uh, returned two punts. He was a running back. He was a quarterback. He was a receiver. He played linebacker that night. I think he had two concussions. And All first, false, but continue. <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I was so, like, ah, I think So that's... Fred said, hey, I want you to meet my son. You hear me talk about him all the time. Nick's got a bandana on. He's sweating. <laughs> hey, Nick, it was great to watch you play football. Thanks, bro. You said bro? No, he just- Sick. He, he did big time. I understand was, who you're dealing with. Yeah. He, was like, he was like, thank you for coming out. <laughs> Thanks for coming out. <laughs> and then the rest was history, right? But that's where it started on the- on the 50-yard line, Nikki. So then how did it come to be that you guys were roommates? Uh, well, I was uh, looking for a little place to stay. Mm-hmm. And Nicholas was making moves in his career and was like, you know, I'm going to buy a house. We were both traveling three or four days a week. So it was kind of less about a house. It was more like a place to keep your stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We that lived that in tracks with what I moved in. Sky Club. <laughs> oh. We were putting some miles on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, most of Thursday, you're gone, kind of catch up for the weekend and back out on the road. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like a docking station. Okay. That makes sense. Of fun. I actually, it's weird. I see Mike now more than I did when we lived together. That's well, it. Do you think back on it? Yeah. Like our schedules were the same, but very different. If you were going left, I was going right. We had no problems until... Until I... Till you showed up on the scene. Then it got a little awkward. (laughs) Like, I think it's about time you move out. I'm in love. (laughs) You were out. He was out before. Yeah. He was out probably three months by that point. Didn't want to be. It was a a rough three months for me. I remember that. Were you lonely? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) yeah. It was me and her. And I was like, dude, I don't know. Where do we go from here? I mean, her. I'm not meeting someone. I can can tell you that. So, and at the time, the three and a half years that you guys lived together, was he dating? What was what was this guy? And by this guy, I mean my fiance. This is a trap. <laughs> it's not a trap. <laughs> what was he like? Be honest. Wait, look what you're walking into. Yeah, uh, I, I would say Nick is a very private person, as you know that. Yep. He kept things way on the DL. On occasion, there was some friends that would come over to say hello and to check the property strictly professional totally we this was not that type of place this was couldn't be we weren't we weren't here yeah. i didn't want people having my address so we were very focused it's like on the business. postman and that was it <laughs> but he kept it low-key like he was putting this place together mm-hmm. he was making moves his career was starting to take off he was really focused honestly during the those times so he was just kind of learning and taking new steps, taking on more responsibility. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. Kind of we like, still talk about it. It was a little bit more like Broville than Girlville. Yeah. You guys used to cook every night together. No, uh, a lot of DoorDash. 
Mm. No free ads, but <laughs> we did cook. We did cook for each other, and that was lovely, of course. Um, so but it cute. wasn't like an every night thing. Yeah, and you did have a guilty pleasure TV show that you did you watch together. I thought this was in the writer that we weren't talking about. <laughs> yeah, this. just had to make it about no, there, you. <laughs> there was there was a point in time where we started traveling Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, which left Mondays as kind of recoup day. Mm. There was like this show called The Bachelor. Then we created Bachelor Mondays, and that was like Broville Bachelor Mondays. Then it was DoorDash Bachelor Monday. It just became a thing. Mm -hmm. It was very organic. was not forced. Jersey Shore on Thursdays. Like it was, it was pretty, when we'd come back home into town, Mm -hmm. Thursday nights, Jersey Shore. So it wasn't all about The Bachelor. Okay, okay. So, but it was a part, it was a big (laughs) part of Mondays. I'm I'd be lying if I didn't say that yeah. we didn't look forward to it. Yeah, was we that pumped. your first season that you'd watch? Was it Colton season that you guys started with, or was it earlier that you started this tradition? I think two more before Colton. So you were was in yours? this for a while. I don't think so. I think three full seasons. Well, you're thinking of probably Bachelor in Paradise. So Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise, and then maybe one more after mm-hmm. that. So the first season you watched was mine. I think so. Together, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk through the mo- moment that he fell in love (laughs) i did not know how the modern world was working at the time Mm -hmm. there was dating apps and these things called direct messages and there was snapchat and whatsapp and i was just really just trying to hold it together Mm -hmm. nick saw you on the screen and he was like man look at this woman and I was sales guy here. And I was like, <laughs> I, I mean, this is word for word. I said, yeah. I mean, I think I made a joke and said, she looks like all your 10 girlfriends that I've met, right? Like, yeah. He only dates 10s. That was kind of the joke. He mm-hmm. doesn't like that joke, but he did. And uh, he said, Not what I heard. she's amazing. <laughs> Not what I heard. <laughs> oh, yeah. What'd you hear? I don't know. <laughs> and maybe you ask around a little bit more. Yeah. Ask around to find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so I made the joke that said, man, it, if, if you're smitten, like DM her and he goes, that's not how it works. <laughs> and what I didn't know that was going on, and this hasn't come between us, but I'm glad that we're flushing this out. Yeah. Is he kept this from me that he did DM you for just a little bit. Oh yeah, I did he actually. kept that from me. Yeah. That's real talk. <laughs> I would say that three weeks went by mm-hmm. and he said, Remember when you told me to DM and at the time I wasn't processing like the whole thing because it had been quiet for three weeks. Mm -hmm. She reached back out. We're texting. And I was like, like, what does that mean? No, I think the original DM was like years before we actually started texting. The original DM was like 2019. You just said well, it was December of 2019. Okay. Because he started this journey very early. Like We didn't actually get to the point of talking back and forth for like no, one no, no. to two years after. No, and I want to be clear about yeah. that. You had put something out there that she was able to see that like, haha, that was funny. Didn't and then it, that meant. And then it went silent. And then it was silent. Yeah. And then you said something else and you gave like a thumbs up. Like there was that, which yeah. had nothing to do with anything. And then miraculously it turned into, this is how I understand it. Okay. 
texting began that turned into FaceTime mm-hmm. that turned into, you're not going to believe this. We've decided that we're going to meet up. <laughs> and that's when we were like, for real? And you guys were one of the first to meet her. Yeah, we were the first. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. that date happened like, oh, she's flying in. I'm picking her up. This is happening. Okay, well, what are you going to do? Well, we'll probably just kind of like chill and do our own thing. And then if you remember, we crashed you into that cookout. Yeah. We're like our whole <laughs> crew was there. And then we a couple Was of that friends. a test for me, this cookout? <laughs> I think it was like a protective thing for some mm. of the people that were there. You know, Nick's a little younger than us. So it's like, oh, Nikki, baby, like, is he going to be okay? Is this girl going to just rip Ruin his, his heart out? <laughs> everyone was con- Several times. Everyone was concerned. <laughs> yeah. But that environment that we put you in, little crazy. There was a few super fans there, if you recall. <laughs> people weren't really sure what to do with their hands. <laughs> we were just trying to have a simple cookout. Yeah. It, it followed with a million questions. You handled yourself amazingly. You were just chill and kind of took it all in. And I think you passed that first step with a couple of his kind of defenders. Yeah. And then it just kind of evolved from there. I kind of lost track of what happened after the the first time you came. I realized he went out to see you and where you came from, met your family. And I think you came back that second time. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, we got something here. Like, He's gonna. She's gonna meet Fred and Linda, and we're like, "What? Like the fam?" And she, he's just like, "Dude, I told you, like this girl. Yeah. There's something here." And it was like, "Okay, wow, it really was like love at first sight." Like he locked in, was like, "This woman is special," and I was like, "Okay, bud, <laughs> sure she is. DM her, slide into her DMs." He's like, "Stop talking like that. You don't know what you're doing." But actually, that's kind of like what happened. That's exactly then, what happened. So is it a little untraditional? Maybe, but like. The cool part was after you stopped lying to me <laughs> and I knew that when the door was shut, you're in there FaceTiming and, you know, being sensitive Nick, he was like all in. Mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. was a fun, that was a fun time to watch him come to life. Because in all honesty, we weren't dating like a lot of, I mean, yeah. were we dating? <laughs> we could have been. You guys could have been. Like, now I mm-hmm. look back on it, I'm like, yeah, we were dating. <laughs> Full blown relationship. <laughs> Yeah, a uh, bromance. That's what that was. Wow. So yeah. it was really fun to watch him be like, okay, this is like for real. Mm-hmm. And then when you were here all the time, it was just like, all right, Sid's one of us now. She's rolling here in the natty. How's she going to do? Because everybody wasn't sure. Because you were kind of on this big adventure and it was like, yeah, it's a little boring here. Like we get up at 630. We go to bed at 830. Mm-hmm. We don't have clubs. Fully we embraced have it. We have all you can eat riblets. On <laughs> you guys have a lot of car washes too. Well, we like our view. Yeah, you, you, that you do. Obviously. I was worried because we would talk privately mm-hmm. saying, is she going to be able to adjust to what this is here? Because this is not for everybody when you're in Cali, when you're in New York, when yeah. you're maybe doing it big in Virginia Beach where it's... I will say it was an adjustment. It I, did take I, I saw that, but... There were some times second. where I was thinking, I'm going to have to move. Like, I'm going to have to go to Kaivak and say, there's probably going to be a time where I'm going to have to leave Cincinnati. <laughs> I and I, we I need to figure out how I'm going to still we contribute. I'm going to have to contribute. You guys see where the wedding's at and then we'll talk, but. Yeah. No, I think everybody was aware, like, okay, these guys really got something. What's going to happen? Are we losing our Nikki? Mm-hmm. Is Sid going to be here? I, I know everybody's radar screen was like way up. <laughs> like. 
okay, they need to make this work. Yeah. And then we watched you start to kind of relax into what this was. You started to find your pace. You were dancing. You were doing yoga. You were working out. You know, you were, you were like, okay, there's a lot of cool things here too. Mm-hmm. But Nick's such a homebody. Yeah. This has been my big panic. So are you a homebody too? I want to be out, but I want to get back for a power nap. Okay, so I'm, I'm not I'm a late on night that. guy. Like I'm down for. He's a sprinter. The, yeah, the okay. exercise, he wants the to, adventure. Yeah. Go to eat, check out a bar, hold hands, go to the park, walk the dog. I'll do it all. Yeah, I got to be down for a good nap so that I can recover to cook dinner. I respect that. I think my problem is I really do enjoy myself when I'm out. It's the it's the actual act of getting me out there. Like it's me mentally being like. This is not what I said I wanted to do today, but you want me to do it. So I guess I'll, I guess if that's what we're doing, that's what we're doing. And then I'm out and I'm like, okay, I'm glad I came out here and did this. People do need to know that about you. <laughs> it's tough to get you out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm like, stubborn. He, he's a lot of fun. Don't, don't get me wrong. But the process, <laughs> I never understood that when we were here. It's like, hey, let's run. We're going to go get a fruit bowl. We'll swing by the gym. I want Froyo. Really? Seriously? <laughs> we're we're going to go to three spots? I was like, yeah, like I'll drive. I have a gas This card. is making me feel like, very seen right no, now. No, I know. And yeah. I, I told you. Oh, it's and, not just me. And I keep saying, do I need to get you out more, Sid? Do we yeah. need a few more invites? She was like, down. We're yes. having Mike over more, Nick. <laughs> He's his, his house still. So. But, True. You are fun when you get out. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. It's like, turn me on and turn me loose. <laughs> but he'd get in that chair, and I knew it was over. Yeah. If I, if I sit down, I'm done. But in fairness, because uh-huh. I, I know this is going on at the wedding, this guy will work it to the bone. That's right? true. So like, mm-hmm. if it's a project, if it's the yard, if it's building the fence, <laughs> if it was painting the whole house with a toothbrush, like <laughs> he will go until there is nothing left. Yeah, that's true. So there's like, it's not like he doesn't have the pep in his step <laughs> to go do it. I've watched the guy work for like 20 straight hours mm-hmm. building you wood table numbers. Trinkets. I know that's, Trinkets. A, I know that's a sensitive topic. Yeah. Oh, God. Do you want to get oh, him my God. But... I mean, the guy will go and go and go, like, but but he also likes to bring it way down. Before you redecorated the whole place, his chair, which I think existed when you came here, it did. Oh, it yeah. had literally he was imprinted. Yeah, it was, on it was imprinted into the chair. I was like, Bud, you're doing real well for yourself. <laughs> I think we just get you a new chair. One yeah, day. and he was like, Yeah, I'm not going to get a new chair. And I was like, Okay, I like what I like. I like what I like, and I'm like, Yeah, but. There's no support there. You're probably going to blow. The chair was awful, yeah. The chair was, was that awful. that Radio Shack chair too? Yeah, but listen. It, <laughs> that was an Ashley. That was an Ashley, Ashley furniture. furniture. Yeah. Three and a half solid years. It was 46.5% off. <laughs> that thing delivered. It did. Nobody in put space. hours in a chair like that like you did. Yeah. Nobody. I could see that. I put it through the ringer. Mm-hmm. Where did it go? When it you, went you, to we his sister's the, house yeah. apartment. So someone's actually using it. I think they ended up selling it. Yeah, it's not a great. It needs to go. You can't resell something like that. Yeah, <laughs> they did. They shouldn't have. To the dumb. So with him getting in this relationship, you got to witness it from the very start. Mm. How was he before me compared to who he is now? Is it about the same? Did you see a giant shift in him? The, the change is watching him think about you 
and not just thinking about what he's doing. So remember, my three years, he was able to be in a very selfish bubble where he was, first of all, he's working on his personal fitness. He always takes great care of himself. He was doing really cool and important things at work. Mm -hmm. He had kind of like clicked in his mind, like, okay, I'm going for this. I'm going to do this. And so that was fun to watch. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden he had something more than just himself and Dixie to live for. I mean, he loved that dog. Like, it's like, hey, man, look, it's a dog. <laughs> we we can go out. But now what? Now it's now all you know. So now, now Mike I has, know. I now you one. know. Mr. Motts. Uh, shout out Mr. Motts. Shout out Mr. Motts. Give him a follow. Yeah, you got to give Motts a follow. The guy is a savage. Watching him look to take care of you to make sure that you have what you need. Mm -hmm. People totally miss the tender side of Nick. He's got a little bit of a a shell, a bravado. Yes, it is does. real. Like that is genuinely him. Sometimes it's overplayed a little bit. I will 100% admit that. Yeah, it's a little because it's become a joke. Yeah, like, it has. Dude, will you lighten up? Like I have lightened up, but at the at the same time, <laughs> like to his point. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's like I know people don't want me to lighten up in this situation. They, they they're trying to get something out of me, so I'm gonna give it to them. Yeah. Like at work, I mean, I yeah definitely pull that string all the time. Like, guys, don't look Nick dead in Every the eye. time we get somebody new, I can tell that he is he has been in their ear first. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Because they'll like tiptoe and I'm not gonna name office. any names, but like we have we've had some recent hires where it's like I can tell that something <laughs> has been said to them about me. But they're just like oh, I, or maybe well, what, it's just my persona. Well, what like, are the rules? Or maybe it's just like I my feel like they should have been told that though. I don't tell you? them a couple things. One, don't ever cross Nick. <laughs> Okay, two, I mean, don't you ever talk negatively about his family. <laughs> and three, if you're going to go, be prepared to go all the way. So that's yeah. why I tell Those people, are good. Yeah, like, those three are pillars, lessons to yeah. live by. From like, day one, he's told everyone. And for anybody that wants to be a fan of Nick, so like a super fan, it's kind of a, some people get three strikes, you get one strike <laughs> with Nick. It is a one strike deal. Yeah. You cross him. Done. You immediately have my respect until you do not have it anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That has not changed. Yeah. If anything, I think he's dug his heels in a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, I probably have. Yeah, I would say so. She's experienced it because there's been there's been some people in her life where I could tell needed to go, but like it's not my place to tell her that. But at the same time, you were like, uh, I was like, listen, <laughs> I have a read on this person. I'm pretty good at this. They're not yeah, the right one. They are not the one. You got a good gut. You haven't steered me wrong yet, which is good. I, it's tough for him because I say things to him about certain people all the time. Mm -hmm. And I can tell that he is getting the exact same read as me, but there's nothing that he can do about it right now. <laughs> and it sucks because I'm always putting him in these positions. I know that I'm doing it uh -huh. and I can't stop well, it. Let's add to that. Okay. This is my favorite part. Mm -hmm. I'm a little more of a chameleon. If I can feel that, I can probably hold back my nonverbals. I can probably not send off the false positive. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Nicholas, in all of our growth and all of our work together, I yeah. say, Nick, you have the worst nonverbals <laughs> in the world. I know this. I have a degree from the Northern Kentucky University. Go Norse. And I studied nonverbal communication, and yours is horrible. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, people can tell that you want to harm them. Like, <laughs> your eyes scare people. You don't smile. You, you, you fold your arms. He <laughs> and I. You have to evolve. Yeah, 
that's the difference between us. We probably have the same spidey sense, the read. I know we do. Because there's been that relationship thing where you can just like look at each other and know what each other's thinking. There's been like instances where somebody has done something or said something and I'll just, I'll go to look at him and he's already looking at me. Like, <laughs> That's did fun. you just hear what he just said? Like, those, those mm-hmm. are fun moments. Um, That's really nice. But as far as the nonverbals, we'll be like during the pandemic, we'd be on Zoom calls all day long, every mm-hmm. day. And I'd see Mike looking at the monitor like this because he's usually like looking up at his eyelids. You know, he's he's got a little ADHD himself. Uh-huh. And we both have that. He'll look straight at me. Even though he, I don't know where I am on his screen because there's 18 different blocks, but I can tell he's looking straight at me (laughs) and then I'll see him look down and then I'll hear my phone go off and he'll be like, you need to smile right now. (laughs) That that was the greatest. We were in like massive sales meeting and I was like, you need to improve your number (laughs) right now on this call. Bobby says you need to smile. (laughs) You're like, show up, be a winner. (laughs) Can you confirm his, I know it's not called this and he's going to get mad, but his recent performance review or well, it's not personality a performance review. test. It's a my PI score. That we read off on the podcast recently. You guys read that on It was air? so funny. Isn't it crazy how accurate it is? It's so accurate, but I feel like he's taken two. One of the first ones he was like basically scored as if he was like a serial killer because he had no compassion for other That was the humans. one that I gave. Go one out of a hundred. One out of a hundred. And then the other one was like, if anyone were to ask for your help, you basically... That's why I got the compassion yeah. for other score. Because <laughs> they don't let you explain yourself. Yeah. They don't let you explain your answer. We had coffee and I said, hey, just just want to let you know this right here, this, this doesn't look good. <laughs> And he was like, I, I did this. And he just kind of pushed it off the side of my desk. I said, you know, we we do have to address this at some point. This is a very scary report out. But it, what's funny about those things is, you know, you answer five or six questions and then your whole life unfolds in front of you based off the answer you give. And I said, well, do you disagree with this stuff? He goes, unfortunately, sir, no. <laughs> I do not. I stand by well. those answers. The thing I do respect is that you are just who you are and... You know yourself very well, and you aren't going to change for many people. But I do feel like you did change a little bit for me. A little. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I had to. Yeah. Like, Mike hit it right on the head. Like, I was living for myself and Dixie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now I'm living. But you were talking openly like, hey, what does the next step look like? Like, I'm, I'm doing it here, here, and here. What's next? It was about finding the right person. And living for something bigger than just yourself. Yeah. And that was the blessing that you were to Nick was, boom, like it snapped. Like mm-hmm. that was what was fun to watch just as a friend is it was really, really real, right? Not in like a corny, weird way. It was just like, he got hit. I mean, we, I make the, I make the joke from the God, he was hit by a lightning bolt. <laughs> but it was that lightning bolt moment where he was just like, I'm, I'm completely, I, I have to beat this woman. I was like. Okay, go, man. I'll move out. <laughs> you are already gone. People are going to think I've you pushed, pushed him, out. him out. Like I pushed um, him out. 24 to 27, he's making moves, <laughs> right? So he's in that phase where you're not running around being a wild man, but you're definitely not in full like family mode. Some are, but he wasn't. Yeah. You, it's got to that point where you're like, okay, what's next? Like, I've built this. I'm ready to build something else. So it wasn't like a need. It was yeah, I want to do this. I want to start a family. I want to find the right person. I might want to have another bulldog. I don't know. Right now, that's a handful. Like, 
if you guys could see this mess. <laughs> She's um, all over this kitchen. It's probably right going to be one and done for a little <laughs> bit. There's just a lot of people don't have the luxury of like having it all at the same time. So like mm-hmm. for us, the all I had was work and I had to put everything into that or else I would just go crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, there was and I also needed to do that. Like I'm young in my career. I'm still young in my career. Like mm-hmm. I, I need to do, I need to put everything into work right now so that I'm set up. That so that we're set up. Getting set up. Yeah. That, I mean, that is definitely where your mind was at. I think the other thing about Nick that I wish everybody knew is there probably is only about 10 people in the world that he's fully opened up to. Hmm. Right? Like when you talk yeah. about like circle of trust. Yeah. It's pretty small. So the family's going to absorb what's over five. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> so then you have a couple cousins and then it's like two or three friends and like that's what you're going to get. Yeah. Like, that thing's not going to expand to 50 people mm-hmm. that are going to know him. That's just not how he's wired. But those 10 people that get to see all of him, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. You're going right. to cry now? No. Well, she gets to see it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. The internet won't see it. The but... <laughs> internet can't see it because he won't allow it. But that's part you of You created the problem, this. Right? It's your brand. It is your brand. It's real. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. Because I was like, how hard do you go? Like, I was like, are you your full self? Are you like half character? I edit a lot of them, but I, I like, mean, if I you off the leash sometimes. Like the cli- <laughs> everything that you see, like I'm not going to put on a character for people. Never, like, yeah. I may like do it up a little bit just because she wants me to be, I can tell that she wants me to get extra excited about something or pissed off about something. I'm not going to get pissed off at something if I'm not actually pissed off at something. Let's also be really clear. All jokes aside, you have a hairpin. I do. Trigger. I do. He, he does. Goes I know. Zero I hit it all the time. Over just about anything, and then it comes right back down. Let's. We're gonna go there quick. Let's let's talk a little bit about that because I think it's healthier to be that way than most. Yeah, he has this theory that because he lets all of his emotions out right when he's feeling them, that he feels healthier than other people who might keep it in. Because I, I can let things go. Most things, I can get it off my chest. And after five minutes, it's no longer an issue for me. Well, that's what I had to learn. I was like, oh, he's not actually mad. Yeah. He just had a quick burst of energy and everything's going to be fine. We're going to watch the second half. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay when your dog barks. <laughs> that used to be my favorite. Like, if it set him Shut off. Shut the fuck I'm like, are you that upset? <laughs> Uh, no, he's God that. damn it! Yeah. Right, the little thing. Yeah, it's hard to figure that. You're like, did I do something? It's, you've you've yeah. probably like tried to avoid a few landmines, yeah. or you've been a little eggshelly. It takes about sixteen to eighteen months, and then you're like, okay, I get it now. Mm-hmm, They're mm-hmm. not real. Mm-hmm. It's just a quick <laughs> burst of emotion. But do you feel like he gets more emotional? Like you say, it's it's better to be that way. But I almost feel like you react more to things than most people would. Because I'm dealing with it all at once. Okay. Like where some people might be like, so I didn't really that, like when he did that. And then that like the burner, a week yeah. later, be like, bring it up in another fight. And then like, it's, then it just becomes a thing. Let's go back to coaching 101. <laughs> we did have a conversation, maybe around the time of the personality profile that said, is it or is it not true that you like to kind of maybe handle one issue at a time? <laughs> you don't like when maybe two, two and a half or three show up. That was part yeah. of it, yeah. He really likes to, you know, one, it's done. You throw three or four, that's not his favorite way to digest information. Yes, that is very, so I'm very sure true. I mean, we learned this fun. thing that I guess guys need. He sent me a TikTok that you guys need transition time. 
And that couldn't be truer for someone like him. But uh, Mike, do you need transition time I from like coming from one re- thing to the next? I think what we're saying before, I have to recharge my battery. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if I go 100 miles per hour, uh-huh. give, excited, having fun, talking, smiling, that battery, yeah. and I just need a little bit of that reset. A little juice. So that I can go back. Just, just a little bump. Um, <laughs> That's what was so fun for me because the guys at work, like they idolize Mike because uh-huh. he's constantly like, if you need energy, even if he's not feeling it right now, he's going to give you energy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like regardless of what it is. And like not every guy on our sales team had the luxury of seeing behind the scenes like I would. Yeah. So like they'd be talking about like they'd be calling him the juice and all this. And I'm just like, uh, <laughs> hey, yeah, we'll wait till we get this one. Yeah, this. he's going to be depleted. <laughs> we are going to find him. We used to get off the plane, and send a picture, and it would just be this where we're dragging ourselves <laughs> to home. Uh, yeah, I need that reset. He mm. needs that reset. Yeah, my suggestion to you as his <laughs> very soon to be bride, <laughs> Day I think away. you come at him from a standpoint of prioritize and execute. Explain what that means. <laughs> so, if you have three or four things that are important to you, uh huh, prioritize them mm. and give them to him one by one. Don't say we got to go to Lowe's, we got to go to Kenwood, <laughs> we got to go to yoga, and we got to cut the grass. I would just say, Nick, it's really important to me that we go to yoga together. Mm -hmm. He will enjoy that on the way home. I think we should probably stop at Lowe's and then your third and then your fourth. Mm. This is secrets to a happy marriage. (laughs) Like if you do this, one, you'll get everything done that you want. Two, you won't trigger him. Mm. I mean, this is. And if I get triggered, it'll last. Well, that's the thing because I, when I think of something or I want to do something, I have to say it right away instead of like waiting on it or just like waiting for the right moment. I'm like, what do you think about this? What do you think about? Oh, and this too, and this, and he loses it. No plans day (laughs) of. Used to hurt my feelings. Yeah, I want to put. I like. I want to put this out. Yeah, I want to put this out. Okay. He hurt my feelings a lot. I bet. I would have some energy. I'd be like, hey, do you want to go do this and do that? But it'd be day of. Mm. And so I was like, <laughs> How dare go you? The, let's go to the movie. We're going to go. He still does this. <laughs> like, damn. Well, I do that with you guys. He'll be like, hey, I know we're doing I know the answer's no. I know the answer's no. You called us the other day and we had already eaten dinner. And you're like, you want to go to dinner? And we're like, we ate at six. It's like, yeah, but you could have dessert. Like, I think Steph was like, they could have dessert. I would have. I would have an after dinner drink. I'm telling you, I would have gone. But but I know day of, I have not fully learned the sweet spot. Because like, if it's three weeks out, I'll flake. We yeah. know that. I don't write anything down. That's a problem. Day of, it's just hurt feelings. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. It's just, it's not going to go well. Yeah. So I'm thinking like how we handled this. Yeah. It's be like day before. It was like three days before, like, hey, let's podcast. Like, I've been waiting for this my whole life. Like, this is what I want to do. That's probably about right. About, about three, three days. Three okay. days. I'm, three I'm days taking notes. Prioritize notes. and execute. Okay. Three days of something that's important to you. Like, I want a date night. Do not say that on Friday. Bad. Three bad. days. Yeah, I'll be like. Let's hit that up at Tuesday. The Friday before. Give him like Saturday. Like, yeah. hey, date night on Saturday, Nick. It's Tuesday. Get your work done. I'm a tough cookie. I get it. Yeah. Like. You're the I, worst. <laughs> but we can crack, we can crack okay, well. this code. 
We can, we can. No, this is a great manual for me. This is helpful. I you have, guys were in a relationship. You said you joked about it, but this now. is, yeah, now no. we know. I mean, it's an ongoing. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. I think I'm going to take back all the nice gifts that I got. Take them. I'm going to just take them back. No, well. And I'm going to write. <laughs> you said you don't like gifts, A Nick. manual. Yes. How to deal with Nick. Give me a booklet. I will laminate it. <laughs> no, I think that would be wonderful. Because I think you, you'd get out a little bit. I right, honestly, Mike. like, I don't think you understand how much of a different person I'm going to be when this wedding is over. Yeah, but that makes it sound like it's been, (laughs) well, it has, it's been tough, but it sounds, when you say that, it sounds like I just can't wait for this to be over. No, I, no, no, I'm, I can't wait for it to be the day of. Okay. Like I'm honestly, I can't wait till Monday. Yeah. Like I, I just want to be, I just want to get into the mode. I haven't had, like, I get to see everyone take these wild vacations and like go on their honeymoons. And I, I don't get that. Like I haven't gotten that. Yeah. You were on tour. Mm-hmm. And it was just me here. Mm-hmm. And then I had to get all these <laughs> letters built and all this wedding stuff. Yes, so it's yes. kind of like, and I have projects going on at work that require mm-hmm. a lot of time and sometimes travel. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm fine with that. I was fine to do all that. Um, but now looking back on it, I'm like, I'm ready. I need, you need your time. I need some time. Speaking of wedding stuff, you are playing a very special role for us in our wedding. First of all, thank you for doing that. But it's totally my pleasure. You are our officiants. Yes. Not official. Yeah. Because there's rules. There's a lot of rules in Virginia, we've learned. And we're fine to follow rules. I'm more of a figurehead. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. like I'm leading King Charles. Yes. Can we do My, that? Yeah, I don't know what that means. I don't know either, but it sounded <laughs> I'm important. I'm to do some back research and make sure. I want everyone to know King that. Charles? Here's what it is, Nick. <laughs> I want everybody to know that I'm in control of the ceremony, but I have no authority. Yeah, who's the king of England right now? Right. Not yet. He hasn't been, um, whatever Okay, but you know what I'm saying. Is his name Charles? Is it Charles? Yeah. Doesn't yeah. sound like... Okay, anyways. King Charles. So, yeah, I, I'm not going to do that, but... Uh, <laughs> When you guys asked me to do that, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, like so touched. It's one thing to be in somebody's wedding. It's another thing to be a part of facilitating that moment where mm-hmm. you guys are making your commitment. So I take that really serious. I've had a fun week. I've been typing and working and researching to say all the right things to both of you uh, in a fun way, but in a serious way. Mm-hmm. And so it's been a great blessing. And when I tell people that I'm doing it, they, you know, you kind of, you're going to do what? Yeah. He asked you to do what? And I said, yeah, it's a really big deal. Like anyone I tell, especially like at the office. Yeah. Their first reaction is like, what? (laughs) But then they're like, actually, yeah. Yeah. Like, why would that, why would it not be him? What if I'm so good? That this is your next career path. (laughs) Like, yeah. Like what? Because are we live streaming this? No. No. This is, uh, we're gonna live stream make. for like the, oh, the grandparents. I thought, you, I thought you meant this podcast. I was like, no, no, no. no. Like, but yes, yes, we are live okay, streaming. So what if? Yeah, hypothetical. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so good at this, <laughs> and like all these future brides are going, yes. <laughs> what was it man. live streaming for? Well, I, I think I you just opened up a can will, of worms here. Your <laughs> speech and things will be like in people our videos. People will see. People will see you, and they'll be like, "That's that's the man. That's the guy that I want." So you might not, actually have to become an officiant after this. You might have to do it the real deal. Except I'm for in Virginia. Here's what I know. I'm just going to try my best. Except for Virginia. Yeah. Just going to try my best. Are you, because you're not going to tell us what you're saying or any of it. I offered it to you guys. Yeah. I've, I would do it if you asked, 
but I think it could be special to just hear it for the first time. Yep. It's not over the top and sappy. Mm-hmm. It's it's to the point. And it asks a couple things of each of you, which I think is important. Mm-hmm. Will Nick cry? Do we, what do we think? What are our odds? This, Nick does not know this, but this is being talked about in the office. Is it? Is, it, is there a well, bet? Tell me there's a obviously, bet. Obviously... <laughs> Everyone loves Nick. Like, oh, he's such a great guy. Uh-huh. And, uh, he plays by the rules and he does all of his work on time. The question is, is he going to be Mr. Tough Guy? Uh-huh. Or is he going to fold like a cheap suit? I, there, has, there are bets. Mm-hmm. What's... Talking about passing out. Passing out? <laughs> Why? I can assure you I won't pass out. I could see that if you like forgot to eat or something. Yeah. Well, he won't I do will that. Not forget to eat. He will not forget to feed the beast. I'll forget to not eat. I here's yeah, what, what you, I think. You what, want an early prediction? Yeah, let's hear it. Seeing you come down the aisle is going to be tough. Uh huh. I think that's where we'll see the first break. Okay. Okay, because that's a fun moment. Uh huh. Right, because that's making it very real. And then I think he's going to struggle with the exchange of rings. Hmm. Interesting These timing. Are my, okay, are my that's end. your call. Okay. We were only in a relationship that we didn't know was happening. <laughs> okay. If he is stoic and strong on the presentation, then he 100% cracks during the ring. Mm-hmm. If he cracks during you coming down, mm-hmm. it could be a long ceremony. <laughs> Great. You- I don't think he'll recover. Yeah. If yeah. he cracks. Yeah. He doesn't come back quickly. That was the one thing we talked about. Because there's always so much pressure like, oh, do you think he'll cry? Do you think he'll cry? I feel like that's for every wedding. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that if I don't, I agree. If I don't, it's not, well, if I don't do it when you walk down, it's not like I'm. Well, you're not some like heartless jerk. I just, (laughs) I was conditioned from an early age to not show emotion. Yeah. Well, not to not show emotion, but like, I better not see you cry. Okay. Are you going to whisper anything in his ear right before to get him in the right zone? Don't freaking yeah. shit. <laughs> I would love to say that. That would be so great. Uh, I will say, I will probably not be funny. I will probably say that Kevin and I are so proud of him and that we can't believe that we're standing dude, Kevin here together. Kevin, Kevin may cry before Kevin, I do. Is Kevin a crier? Well, Kevin's your brother. Yeah, he's, he's crying. I almost well. I, the only reason I say that is like, I almost cried at his wedding uh-huh. when I saw Ashley come down. Mm-hmm. Well, I almost did too. That was Princess Jasmine. Came she doesn't know this, <laughs> but she came rolling up on the scene. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, damn! <laughs> I cry at everyone's wedding I go to. It doesn't even matter if I know the couple. I'm crying when <laughs> the I, moment happens. So I'm a goner, but yeah, it's gonna be. I purposely didn't go too hard. Because I, di- I didn't want you guys to have that, I mean, you know, sniffles. Yeah. And I'm pulling out my silk Because yeah, I want to rewear that suit. I'm yeah. going to be real. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have many of them. Yeah. Uh, so I kept it. I kept it right on the edge. Mm-hmm. If you're fragile, you may go down. So we'll see. <laughs> so we'll see. Stay that. tuned. We'll see how fragile I am. You also recently got married. I did. Congratulations. Thank you. Your lovely wife is with us today. She is. Any advice? You guys went through this very recently. Advice as far as maybe just the day of or Steph, marriage advice. Take... Steph, yeah, if you want to join in and tell our, us what you're thinking. Our approach is a little different than yours. Mm-hmm. We kept a real tight, intimate uh, ceremony, which was fun. Yeah, I think the advice is try to really block out all distractions and be in that moment. 
and just kind of take it all in as hard as that is because there's so much going on Mm -hmm. and just enjoy your day, right? Like enjoy that moment, that day. And then as quickly as you can after the noise, reflect. Like, I think that's the fun part. But like, what just happened? What did we just do? Yeah. And talk about your fun parts. Talk about the parts that were really cool. We were in uh, the old courthouse. So it had kind of this USA feel. There was historic flags in the rafters. Uh, Steph is a lawyer. So it had this courthouse feel. So Mm -hmm. I'm big America. She's, you know, pro-law, you know, she's doing her thing. And it just, her judge... Uh, was kind enough to oversee our ceremony. So it was just in this little mode where we had this mix of something that was important to her. There was a little history and nostalgic for me, and we just kind of did our thing, and it was so fun. And uh, that's what I want for you guys. (laughs) Any other advice as far as marriage goes, not just the day of? You have to be comfortable talking about and discussing the uncomfortable. Setting that rhythm of communication where when something is off, you handle it, right? You create a safe space to talk about it. Mm-hmm. That's really important is if everybody just kind of is offended or has their little thing or they're bent out of shape, well, that's going to bend the next thing out of shape and the next thing. And then before you know it, you don't even know what you're twisted up about. Yeah, mm-hmm. Those are the things that people don't do naturally. And it makes it harder than it really needs to be. If you just be like, hey, man, I'm upset. We had this discussion we the other still, day. I mean, we still get into conversations where... I'll come into his office. It has nothing to do with what I'm actually pissed off about or upset about. And he breaks it down very, very easily. He's like, what is what is actually bothering you? And you're like, this. And he'll be like, okay, I get that that's bothering you, but that's not what's actually bothering you. And you're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not. You gotta get that nail. I love that. Yeah. If your rhythm is starting to feel off, you got to get that rhythm back, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes people, Just like no go. one wants to be whitewater rafting. Like that is, it feels fun for a minute, but it's scary, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, let's get back to smoother waters. Yeah. And I think I'm learning as I get older, just turn 46. Happy okay, birthday. 46 Pick up sticks. last month. You just can't dwell on like the negativity. You've got to, life is hard enough, right? So it's like, you have a partner, you have a family, you have close friends, don't make things more difficult than they need to be. The world's already a little twisted and yeah. against you to begin with. It's like ride with your crew, make it as smooth as possible. I've tried to work on just not letting those little things derail. Very good advice. And you can't get it all at once. Yeah. Okay. Now you guys are a little bit of an older couple, but I think, I think, I mean, <laughs> okay. you're how old? 31. We're going to be okay, 32 so this summer. People used to get married 24, 25, yeah. and that's still the pressure. Here in the Midwest. I got to have a house. I got to have two cars. I got to have a dog. I had to have two kids. You got to go to the best school. Mm-hmm. There is no silver bullet to the perfect life. You have to just like keep building step by step, communicating what do you want to accomplish next. And I think, you know, the world's like, I got to have it all now. Well, that's not realistic. And when you try to do that, mm-hmm. you're missing those moments to, to like kind of enjoy the ride. Yeah, yeah, to live. And you're not disappointed. It's like, hey, we're doing this. I mean, those are moments, right? Like the redecorating, you know? I don't think you guys are going to be in this house forever. So it's like, what does that mean to move from here to your guys' next place? And talking about having a kid and all that fun stuff. So 
That's my advice. Mike's going to go from officiant to... No, we're not telling. Are you crazy? What? I'm just kidding. You're going to get the internet going. Um, (laughs) What? You brought up kids and I was like, should we tell them? Oh. (laughs) Relax. Fake news. Mike's going to go from officiant to therapist. Uh, Just because... This is my... Just because I have a lot of therapy. Yeah. I self-therapy. That's great. I make a beeline for his office if something is on my mind. Well, thank you for keeping him in... Sometimes it's not... He doesn't want me to be in there, and that's. <laughs> but he listens anyway. Yeah, I could do more for you. Yeah, you absolutely could. You have my full permission. He's to... the problem is he's that for everyone. Yeah, you got to. So you have to know like breaks. when pick my spots. When I have the three people standing outside the door before I've cracked my first Starbies, you know what that does to me. Like I hear his door open and close constantly, yeah. and I'm just sitting there like that's your nightmare. The price of fame, Nick. <laughs> I almost need for him to be like worked up, and for him to be like, newsflash, pal. Like this is how it actually is, and I'm like, I have not you're seen right. that out of Sid. I needed it. Will you, will you turn it up on him? She oh, does. Yeah. She's been so tender, and I have probably haven't seen the real you. It happens all the time. I'll get worked up about something, and she'll say something that like triggers me to think I am overreacting. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> like, where have you changed him? There it is. There we it just is. Just put our finger on it. You have awareness. This was a big you have thing to. right here. There we go. You asked for it. We didn't deliver. It took us a minute to get there. That is it. I think I have enough awareness to realize that like, if I were to react like that in the past, my attitude towards it is, don't care if I'm wrong. I have too much pride to let this person know that I messed up. And if they think differently about uh, about me because of it, I don't care. With you, it's like, I'm going to lose this person if I do not change it. Like, I can see that it's bothering her. I can see that I'm wrong. If I don't at least admit that I'm wrong and apologize, I, can, I like, this is not going to work out. I can't keep doing that. You've seen all the sides of him, but I also seen a whole other side of him that he probably only shows me. You mean like the adult stuff? <laughs> <laughs> the intimate times? <laughs> Ron. <laughs> um, no, just like, he is very mature and he's very self-aware. And last time I cried was like not that long ago. Actually, I was on the way to the office and I was walking out. I literally walked out, was dressed, got my bags, sat down on the couch and just started crying. And she was like, what's wrong? And that made it worse. And I just bawled. I was like, I don't, I'm overwhelmed. Well, you struggled when she was on the road. I was, big time. Yeah. I, was, I was there for him. Big time. Daily. That was hard. Yeah. A lot of pep talks. Thank you for the pep talks. They weren't working. Yeah. No, they were. I was doing it too. They were kind of working. Where we got stuck, you were running down a dream. I was trying to explain to Nick, this is a short period of time. If you're going to be with her forever, this sacrifice is only this big. Yeah. It took us almost to the end uh-huh. to get there. Because yeah. I started that speech right from the beginning. He was like, I'm, I'm trying to be cool about this. I'm losing it. And it was like, how do you tell somebody who's trying to chase down a dream that, hey, I'm not okay? Yeah. Okay? Doesn't, doesn't really matter. But it was like in the beginning part was, okay, how long is this? Well, it's this. How often is she coming back? Well, only this. Well, how often are you going? Only that. And so I'm looking at these days logically. Yeah. I'm not emotionally charged. You know, I feel bad that he's feeling bummed. I kind of know you. And I'm like, wow, this is wild. You know, like you're here and now you're leaving. And it's like, 
this could go bad. <laughs> right? I'm sitting there like, we did say that. We're like, this this is going one way or the other. And we all hoped that it would go the way that it went. Yeah. He was unable to break it down into pieces. It was like, this is happening, and that's the end of time, and I'll never see her again. And I was like, you're a psycho. Because I was like, when are you going to see her? Uh, next weekend and then when's the next time like two weeks after that and it was like think of it as like a long business trip like we are going to go to the west coast and then we got to stop one more place and then you see her and it was like but i think that's when he was in the most love with you where he was like trying to figure it all all out like and that was just probably it was tough a little bit of a curveball the last thing i said to him i don't know if it got through or not i said what we don't want to do is leave a scar that won't heal Right, I think you guys were close to we were not breaking up. I'm saying you were close to putting like a permanent kind of dent, you know, in the in this thing that looks just like so perfect and beautiful. It was like, okay, this is real. It doesn't matter that they're good looking guys; they're real people. They have real problems. I think a lot of where I was getting upset was the like the treatment of you guys too. Like, it's hard for me to like watch her like want to sleep on a bus over a hotel because there's like dried blood on the hotel floor. <laughs> like, no, there's you know that. what I mean? I'm like, I can't do anything to help her. I'm helpless in this situation. And that made it worse for me. But I, I'm glad that I was able to go because it's one of those things if I hadn't gone and I hadn't taken the opportunity, I always would have wondered what if, or like if I hadn't done it, I would have always like, regretted not doing it even if it because i wouldn't have known it was a bad experience i wouldn't have known so right wasn't worried about our relationship it did concern me when he was like fully breaking down but i was like this is not what you think it is it's not me running away or i was 100 not myself the midway point where i thought i broke ground it only lasted like three days i said let me run a scenario by you you were a star athlete in high school you did really well in college let's assume your injury didn't happen you get the call up. The Dolphins are asking you to try out to be their safety. You got to pack your bag tomorrow. I said, so put yourself in that headspace for one second. Yeah. It's similar. Yeah, it is. Like opportunity. Mm-hmm. There's travel involved. There's commitment. It's a drop everything moment in your life. I was like, you're going to go play for the Miami Dolphins. And you got a chance to actually make the roster. Right? This isn't just like a cup of coffee. What would you do? A healthy Nick coming out of college he gone right he would have been down there so fast i thought i broke through there but it was like but it still hurts (laughs) (laughs) and uh, i don't feel good but we're here now we made it through we're here now we're getting married and saturday i also think it was good for us as a couple to struggle a little bit because we were like we were doing pretty good. Oh, it was a fairy tale. Those jokes were happening too. <laughs> well, it must be nice to be both tens walking with the, <laughs> right? We came together even more after it. It could go both ways when you have struggle like that, but we dug in deeper. So Proud. Yeah. now we're making it official. Um, Mike, thanks for doing this. Well, I think it was important that we got this out here before the wedding. Yeah. Really hashed it out. Can I speak directly to the fans? Go for it. Yeah. To the fans watching and, Hopefully the numbers go way up because I came on. We will do a post-marriage debrief podcast where we will each list our top five moments of the event, the ceremony, the vibe. Again, Mike, thank you so much for being here. You will be back. 
Let's go. Have a great rest of your day, guys. Thanks for listening. She's going to make you say bye. She and does it to me every says, time. One, two, three. Bye. Take care. Bye. <laughs> that is it for me today, you guys. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. Before you go, make sure that you rate, review, follow, subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And in the spirit of sharing, be sure to share the podcast with a friend or give us some love on social media and tag us at something to share podcast on Instagram. See you next Wednesday.